Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money, I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Well, welcome back, everyone. And today we're going to be talking about how to prepare for an interest rate rise. I've been hearing recently, keeping a close eye on the news and what the economists are saying. And there's been a steady rise between um, um, combined thought on interest rate rise. And for a long time there, it was only 25% of economists or banks thought that uh, there would be an interest rate rise, but now it's rising to about 80%. So it is possible that there will be another one. I do find that it is very definitely slowing down um, with regard to the expectation of an interest rate rise, because in general, um, people are really struggling um, and it's definitely having uh, the effect that it needed to have. So an interest rate rise will cause people to slow down their spending. Um, and that is very definitely happening. That's the required result. Um, and that's happening. So I am quite um, not not terribly surprised by another interest rate rise, but I feel like this is there's not going to be any more after this. So I'd be very surprised. I would be very surprised if there's more than one interest rate rise. But how do we actually prepare in the event that there is an interest rate rise? Because so many people now are struggling with their with their present mortgage repayments. And so to think of another interest rate rise is, oh no, gosh, it's going to get even harder, even tougher. Because it's not just on the front of the interest rates and affording your mortgage, it is actually affecting everything. And we're seeing increase in prices across the board with our fuel, our groceries, um, everything has uh, been impacted. Um, and so, you know, how do we prepare for that? Well, let's just be very realistic and have a look at what an interest rate really means. So if the if the RBA put up the cash rate 0.25%, which is usually the increments in which they do an interest rate rise, then what does that actually mean for the general householder? So I've broken it down into three different amounts. If you have a $400,000 loan, you will see an increase of $64 per month in your repayments. If you have a $500,000 loan, you'll see an interest rate, uh, sorry, you will see an in, a rise in your repayments of $81 per month. If you're on a $600,000 mortgage, you'll see a rise of $97 per month. So I think we're looking at the category of between $60 and $150 rise um, in your mortgage repayments, depending on how much you have borrowed. Now, it doesn't sound like too much, but because we've already seen significant rises over the last 12, 
12 or so months, um, you have been slowly trying to gather more and more money each time that has happened. So how do we actually prepare for another interest rate rise when we feel like we're already stretched? Well, number one, I really feel like that you have got to get real with yourself. No longer can you just think, oh, I'll be able to do it. I'll grab money from here and there. We've got to get real with ourselves and sit down and make a list. What are your fixed expenses? Now, fixed expenses are those expenses that you have to afford even before you wake up in the morning and start spending anything else. They are going to be your mortgage repayments. They're going to be your bills. They're going to be your direct debits that come out on a monthly basis from your bank account. They're going to be your public transport um, bills. Uh, so loading your Metro card, they are going to be your fuel costs for you getting to and from work. Uh, summer fuel can be optional when we go joyriding, let's say, but getting to and from work, that's a fixed expense. So you need to be able to putting in the amount that you are going to be spending on fuel. Things like your subscriptions, those gym payments that are coming out every month, write them down. Donations that you give every month, write them down. They're all fixed expenses. Even before you get out of bed, you have got a certain amount of expenses that need to be paid for. So write all of those down. Now, once you have added them up, take that away from your um, income. Now, I always plan my income on a monthly basis because I get paid monthly. Um, if you get paid weekly, if you get paid fortnightly, you might want to do your expenses on a shorter time frame. But the thing I think is really good about doing a monthly budget rather than a weekly budget is because sometimes when there's two incomes in the household, one person gets one amount of money one week and another person gets a smaller or a larger the next one. And you're really all over the place with what you're earning. If you do a monthly amount, you can see on average what your expenses are. And yes, you can divide up the more expensive things to be paid out when the person with the higher income gets paid. But on a monthly basis, you get a really full picture of what your expenses are in the, that month. Now, there's a warning there. Always be ready for the extra loan repayment that comes out. If you pay fortnightly on your home loan, if every now and again, there will be three fortnights that will come out in one month. That will usually happen twice a year. Now, if you get paid fortnightly, hopefully it happens on the month where you get paid three pays, but it may not. It may happen the month before or the month after. If you get paid weekly, you will have five mortgage repayments if you pay your mortgage weekly. So when you are doing your planning, check those amounts and make sure you get the right amount. Once you have that, what is your inc expected income minus off your expected um, expenses? And whatever is left, you, that is all you have to spend on food and lifestyle. And that's the area where we need to be able to really concentrate and do our very best. For some of you, that will mean not going out on a regular basis and doing the things you've always done. You might have to cut back. But who says going out and spending money is the only way to enjoy life? There are so many other things that you can do that are not actually going to cost you money. When I look back to when I was a child and uh, watching mum and dad uh, manage their budget and their finances, 
Um, they did not have a lot of disposable income, but we had a great time as kids growing up. We had a great time as a family. We often went out on picnics. Picnics don't cost anything. You actually take your food with you. You play games as a family. You go for walks. You can go hiking, all of those things. Playing games around the family table does not have to cost very much at all. And if you you can invite family and friends, it's very, very little that you'll actually um it will actually cost you. There's no need to put on a massive supper when people are coming around. You can say, bring a plate. We'll have some munchies together. Let's play games. Does not cost very much at all. So we have to start thinking of ways that we can reduce our lifestyle expenses. Going out for coffee with friends instead of breakfast, going out for coffee, going out for drinks, maybe instead of having dinner. Um, you know, just think of a better way. You still want to connect, but you need to be spending less money on lifestyle. If you are finding that um, your food bills are going through the roof, stop just keeping to what you've always purchased. Really start to inspect your grocery bill. Are there ways that you can feed your family for a cheaper price? I really do understand that when you've got teenagers, that's hard to say, teenagers in the household, that it is really a ha- like having adults and maybe two adults in one child's body because uh, they do tend to eat a lot. I remember um, serving my son a, a roast on a Sunday lunch and then half an hour later he's back grazing at the fridge. It is hard to fill teen- teenagers, I know, but we've got to think of ways that we can do it that's nourishing for them, but that will give them those carbs that they need to fill up their tummies. So start doing some research, start writing a shopping list, start writing a menu plan, and don't always go for the ready-made snacks. Don't go for the ready-made meals. Start looking at producing your own uh, food, making your own sauces, um, you know, starting from scratch in a meal. There's so many books out there and you don't need to go buying them, costing another expense. There's so many books available at the library where it will show you how to make quick, nourishing meals on a very small budget. You go and have a look at them. It, they are they are there. And I know many of us feel like, well, we're working full time. When do we have time to do that? But a weekend is a marvellous gift to us. We can, on a Saturday morning, do a lot of cooking, put things in the freezer, be prepared for the week, be ready, shop smart, keep those expenses down. The other thing is, if you're finding that you you do not have enough left to fund just your basic food needs, then go back and look at your direct debits. A lot of people are paying a monthly payment for a gym membership they never use. They're paying a monthly payment for a lot of streaming programs going on. Are those things really necessary? This is when you have to look at what is absolutely necessary for me and my family for us to enjoy life. And you might say, I really resent this. I resent having to reduce and not even have Netflix. What other entertainment have we got? Well, we all have to do things like this when the times get a little bit tougher, but you can live without those things if you really have to do. And I would strongly suggest that if you have children older than six, that you start to talk to your family about them. This is great education for your children to be able to be involved with money management within the home. What does it cost to run the home? And a lot of families say, I don't want to put that burden on my children. It's not a burden. You're teaching them a life lesson. One of our lesson, one of our uh, responsibilities, I believe, as parents is to prepare our children for life 
away from us. Eventually, they're going to grow up, they're going to leave home, have their own families, have their own careers, and they need to be learning from as soon as possible what that actually means. Protecting them from all of that, I don't ask you to actually lay a burden on them and make them worry. That's not what I'm asking. I'm just saying, have a family meeting where you're saying, we're not going to be able to do that anymore because our mortgage has gone up. And so we're going to choose to do something else and put your heads together. What can we do as a family? We still want to spend time together. What can we do as a family that's going to reduce our expenses? And the family really love getting involved with those sorts of conversations. And I'm sure you can come up with ideas to still see family, still see friends, still enjoy life, still go out, enjoy, but costing you a lot less. So the number one thing is please get real with yourself, put pen to paper, find out what your fixed expenses are. And secondly, really inspect that lifestyle. How can you do that better? And that is a way to prepare for an interest rate rise. I hope that helps. Please remember to send me any comments or questions or concerns, podcast at coachchris.com.au. And I'll talk to you again in another couple of weeks. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you want any more information about what we do, please visit our website, coachchris.com.au. You'll find lots of information about how we can help you and you can book a complimentary appointment right from that website so that somebody can come alongside you, hear about your personal situation and formulate a program to help you get better financially. So hopefully we'll hear from you soon. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.